We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. It's Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. It's Friday and I'm amped. It's Christmas time. Happy Christmas, Craig. Happy Happy Christmas. Christmas. Happy Christmas, Seth. Happy Christmas, Integrity. And have a good New Year. And uh, who was that 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 brought us to this? Bad Religion. Bad Religion. One of my favorite punk bands. The elite singer is a scientist. I talked about his book on the show once. The man who's, who's singing that song... Teaches evolutionary evolutionary biology at UCLA. Really? My headphones are cutting in and out. It's driving me nuts. That's okay. You don't need them. Yeah. You don't need them. We're all here together, guys. guys. Welcome. Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM. You can stream us live at WGNU920AM.com. You can follow along on the Facebook live stream. You can also go to Mycelial Media on YouTube. You can follow the stream there if you want. We're everywhere. Everywhere. We're everywhere. We are indeed. Just like the Christmas spirit. How? How? What does Christmas mean to you, Steve? Well, I was about five years old, okay? And uh, I was petrified of seeing Santa. And I learned that Santa wasn't really real. Or, you know, some people say that. You're just going to go ahead and just throw that I said some people say that. Um, It's not real. He is real. That's not real. Them saying that. Um, Very meta. What does Terrence McKenna have to say about Santa? It's like Jesus. (laughs) Um, He is Jesus. (laughs) Um, So... I'm about five years old. We're at Famous Bar. Remember the mm-hmm. Famous Bar South County? It was kind of shaped like a big sombrero in there. They used to put a big, big Christmas tree. Yeah. Like the, the department store part. Yeah. Like where all, yeah, I loved sure. it. We loved it. So I'm in line there with my sister. My sister tormented me. She loved it. She She's the one who told, you know, who showed me the pierce the veil way too young. I was like, what's happening? It's a story for another time. Um <clears throat> So we're in line for Santa, big long line, kind of similar to the Christmas story thing, you know, where they're all waiting and there's elves and stuff. And I'll, I am a petrified. I'm like, I don't want to. This is, but I know this is the only way I'm going to get what I want. And what's the big gift that year? I'm five. Nintendo. Okay, but there was also a the Atari. old school NES first one. Bit? Okay. Yes, yes, okay. The first one. Like, yeah, you know, it was the it was a big deal. Um, and I, I was like. I, I kept saying to my sister, I must have asked her 30 times. I was like, do I want an Atari or a Nintendo? Do I want an Atari or a Nintendo? Because my cousins had an Atari, and it was pretty it's cool. Fun. Yeah, super But fun. I was like, yeah. oh, this, this Nintendo is going to blow Pitfall. it out of the water. Like, Pong? Like, yeah. you see the, what they I got, got going two on? buttons? Yeah. And a D-pad? It's going to get cray, okay? Right, and it yes. comes with a gun. The first one was Duck Hunt. Like, it's full color? Did you put the gun straight on the screen for Duck Hunt? I oh, just who didn't? touch the screen who with didn't? the gun. When I got mad. Yeah. I just wanted to dog. shoot the dog oh, once. Yeah. That's amazing technology when you think about it for back then. That yeah, the absolutely. gun yes. actually shot on yes. the screen. Wow, blowing my mind. All right, so I'm like, 
Jamie, what do I want? And she was good. She was like, you want a Nintendo, you moron. Like, please stop asking me. So I get up on Santa's lap. And, you know, it's kind of like confession where you're like, I just want, you know, peace in the world. He's like, cut the crap, kid. Yeah, what, do you, what do you want? And I'm like, uh, I need a, an Atari. And I get off. I'm like, whoo, got over. And I realize I'm off the lap. I'm walking out of line. My mom's like, oh, you told him and stuff. And I realize, dude, I just told, <laughs> I just told Santa an Atari. So I sprint back through the people. <laughs> like Ralphie? The, yes. And I'm like, I want, I want a, a, a Nintendo instead. And he's like, who who are you? What? Like, oh, what? Okay, done. Like, yeah. And I like, was like, dude, I got a 30 minutes left on this ship. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God. And the, the feeling, I still remember the feeling of terror being oh, like, man. I'm not going to get it. To when I told him, I was like, yes. And I remember when I got that. And then Nintendo, we just had a poll. What was the best Nintendo game? Man, it's, it's a tough choice. So many people were like, oh, it brings back my childhood. Because that was a big deal. Like, my aunts would play the Nintendo. My aunt mom, they would play Zelda till yeah. all the morning, Love all the, the, yeah. the early time in the morning. Uh, my dad played me in ice hockey and Blades of Steel. Oh, the best. And I love that Blades of Steel was like uh, Kansas City red team. Well, so <laughs> it was baseball stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They couldn't use and baseball real. stars was awesome because you could actually make your own team. Create players Dude. and stuff. That was way ahead our, of the our, time. Our buddy Joe Weezy, we had a little team. Joey's Toe Jams. We had them. Man, we had that that team, that franchise. It carried on for years, man. We had some real boppers in that lineup. Yeah. It, there was no safe spot. I'm one through eight. There was no safe spot. I'll tell you what, that picture, he laid out a bun on you, too. He wanted to play. And that staff you guys had, I'm, At, I'm, I'm I mean, outrageous. Fireballers. Yeah. Fireballers. There, RBI baseball was real. I loved RBI baseball. Too. I once beat my cousin 83 to nothing. Jesus Lord, yeah, she was down. not good. Settle, she was down. not good, Shoot. and I danced all over every time. You didn't try to be cute about it. No, you blew the doors. No, I off did. Her. Yeah, like I, we, we could be 30. having fun, but you're not good at this. And if she would have beat you, or someone would beat you, oh, that, that controller would have went broke. through the TV. Yeah. I, She's I probably like three years old, blind in one eye. Destroying you, well, that, and that was, in your face. I remember we had uh, uh, got nothing. I didn't. She's like, am I playing the game? Is that gone? Is that gone? It's still in. Field, but you're not going to get it. Way I, too slow. And I, I, I can't how, see the screen, cousin Craig. I think about how ungrateful I was as a kid, right? Because you were talking about, did you want Atari or Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. Right? And and everybody had a Nintendo. And so, yeah. in order to kind of be a part of that uh, that conversation, uh, you want to know uh, what the what the games are, you know. And I remember I got an eight bit Sega. I don't know if you remember the eight bit Sega, but I it was, was before this. It was one before, before Genesis. It was before Genesis. It was an eight bit Sega. It was it was comparable. It still had the cartridge. In yep, had a cartridge, and like it was uh, it was it was comparable to to the Nintendo, but all the games were different, and it definitely didn't have as big of a scope. And now looking back on, it, I'm like, oh man, that was really that was an awesome system. It was probably even better than Nintendo, but it didn't have near the choices of games. Really? Right? But then you know, my, then all my friends had the the next progression was the Sega Genesis sixteen bit. Wasn't that sixteen bit? Yeah, that was, that was sixteen bit. Sega CD was okay. thirty two, I think. But uh, anyway, so it was like. So 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 they everybody's got uh, uh, a Genesis now, and I'm like, well, my mom and dad got me the Sega when everybody had the Nintendo. So certainly they'll know that Sega is the play here, right? Yeah. It's the play. Yeah. Super NES. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah. What am I? How am I not communicating this effectively yeah. to you guys? Yeah. But. That was cool, NES though. was awesome. Super yeah. NES was, parents was great. were just like, it's a square yeah, with controllers. It's, 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 yeah. it's a, I don't playing get it. something yeah, on a got TV, game, kid. Like, They're like, I don't understand. And I look back he on can get a job and buy his own if he doesn't like the one I bought for him. But what made me think of that was I had FIFA 94, and that was my jam on oh, Super NES. Sure. I was a I was a steed at that game. <laughs> oh, and my yeah. dad, I showed him no mercy ever. And I remember one time, he, just, he, was, he was on one. He <laughs> caught a good run. He caught a good run. And, man, like he was beating me like 2 nothing, And I'm like... 
at first I'm like, that's yeah, no it's big deal. Cute. I'm going to bury six on you here in the second <laughs> half. It's all good. And then like I, I can't I can't get through. Uh, I think I was like I think I was even handicapped and I was like Cameroon and he was yeah. like Germany or something, yeah. you know. And so I'm like, don't sleep on the Cameroon. No, they were fast. Don't the sleep on them. Were fast. <laughs> and like that was my that was my jam, man. Yeah. And. uh he beat me, and I remember, like, I feel, I, this is one of those things I feel bad about as a kid, and I, like, <laughs> threw the controller, which was totally not like me. I just chucked this controller across, and he's like, hey, man, like, it's not how you lose. And like, he's like, he's just eating And at it the up. same time, he's like, I put it on. He's <laughs> yeah. been up all night practicing, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get him. That's a great Christmas him. story. Was that the, the so, so, so when Santa came, yeah. did you get an Atari? <laughs> I got a, I got a, a Nintendo. <laughs> oh, yeah, good, it good was deal. A great it's a good thing deal. you good ran thing back. You, yeah. It was a great that deal. That Santa was just waiting back. for a shift in so he could get drunk at the Applebee's. Yeah, he's bad like, Santa. I put no. that into perspective. So, did you guys like Bad Santa? I'm not that huge. I like fan. it. I watched See, it last I, night. I, I gotta rewatch it. I, I, I watched myself. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Down just a little bit. I, I watched myself. Uh, sometimes I, I cringe laugh through it because I think it's really funny, but it's not like one of those that you watch. You can't watch it with the family. You know, you can't. maybe with your significant other, but you don't want to watch that one with the kids for a few years. Um, Bad Santa 2, kind of the same thing. It was a lot of the same joke, but uh, what about you, Seth? What's what's a great Christmas memory of yours? Oh, man, you're going to come to me now? Well, yeah. I don't have one, do. really. I mean, it was just, it was Christmas. I don't have, I, I can't. No, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, I, absolutely. I don't I have anything where I ran and screamed at Santa because I told him the wrong gift. I usually yeah. just cried when I was on his lap and... Didn't Did ask you? for anything. Yeah, I mean, they asked to leave. Were you guys like, yeah, I can't wait to see Santa? Because I always remember being like, I do like it was like confession for me. I knew sure. I had to do it, but I was like, ah, no, this is a weird situation. It's hard. And when Ol- Oliver was the same way, he's like, I don't know if I want to sit on this dude's lap. I'm like, you think I'm going to force you to sit on some random dude's lap? Like, Landon always did okay with Santa, but he the Easter Bunny was just not his. Like he's like, there's he's something not natural. Like, mascots like uh, uh, the <laughs> well, Spring- like like a furry. Springfield. They Cardinals. probably don't even have them anymore because of that. Yeah, the Springfield Cardinals have like a dog. <laughs> That's like fetch, you know. He's like the second mascot to Louis, the the, the yeah. their bird, you know. And like Landon would always just like look at this giant at six foot tall dog. Like there's this isn't no you're way. not supposed to be walking. You're not bipedal for one, and for two, you're seven foot tall and you're yeah. you're a basset hound. What's going on here? Like I could see Landon like processing. He did not. He always shied away from lifeless mascot. eyes. And yeah. expression kind of like... And you don't talk? Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's great. It's not frightening at all. Dude, I finally got one for you. Okay. I do remember uh, one time my dad surprised us with a little pooch. Ooh. You know, as five, maybe six years old, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what kind of pooch was it? Was he it was a little cocker, spaniel, oh, yeah. uh, mixed with a little, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I forgot, but uh, it should Bulldog. A Cocker, Spaniel, and a Shih Tzu. Sort of kind of thing. Okay. It, it, yeah, it's an actual, okay. like, there's a name for it. I mean, it. can we put those together? Can I put those together? Or is that an FCC violation? Um, I'm pretty sure where yeah. you're going to put it together, it's an FCC violation. It's fine. A cockatoo. other syllables in there, so <laughs> we're fine. But, yeah, uh, we named him Ewok because he looked just Aww. like the little Ewoks yeah. in the Star Wars. And this dude would not die. I think I was 21. <laughs> How long did you I might have been How a, I think it was trying? a basic <laughs> training. We were just I drowned like, we did, him. We fed him I chocolate. Buried him. I don't even know how much chocolate he ate. We gave him, like, the cheapest dollar store uh <laughs> dog food we couldn't take him on walks or anything he's the happiest little dude just you're gonna be arrested for animal cruelty and then he'd just walk around i hate just, craig I my dog even... that's alive now he, they knew each other they met and i can't remember how much chocolate we fed him fed him <laughs> I, was like, dude, what? I was watching next friday last... the other day and he feeds the dog a, a pot brownie and i'm like 
I mean, feed the that. dog. Papa, you can't give him the yeah. brownie. Yeah. What are you, exactly. what are you crazy? What are you doing? Yeah, it's bad for you. Have some more sausage and cheese. It's Ooh, Christmas. Like it's so not Christmas without a sausage and cheese plate. I do like I do a little like sausage, sausage and cheese. cheese. Thank I've been, you. Sorry, I ate Thank most of that. that. No, please. Hey, Thank you. This is good. This is really good sausage and cheese. I think about, you know, I have little Christmas memories that, like, my first memory was sitting on my dad's shoulders down at the brewery when they used to light up the big tree down at the brewery. And I remember hundreds upon hundreds of St. Louisans in their little stocking caps with the balls on top and the scarves and singing Christmas carols, which, by the way, if anybody's just wanted to do a little impromptu caroling this weekend. I'm in. I'm, we're game. I think we, well, we're game. If you, you just want to get together, we'll go up and down the Grove and we'll sing outside of these yeah. businesses. Want to do it? So, right, yeah. <laughs> I think it would be fantastic. I think it'd be we a didn't really have to twist Seth's arm. <laughs> Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. They'll be like texting me like, "Hey, Caroline." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I'm uh, a I'm already caroling." <laughs> I'll just be like, "A, a thing is, yeah, ha- just text I got thing. that." Yeah, thing question. <laughs> so, <are> you buy <laughs> uh, uh, Christmas recital for my aunt. <laughs> my my uncle's those. hamsters in town. <laughs> so, what was yeah. your favorite gift you've ever gotten? Not to make well, it about the material. I was going was to ask, dude. This- it can be as materialistic as possible. I don't really get into it anymore. I mean, it depends. I mean, what vibe do you want to give the listeners? Well, hey, listen. I it's love, a great time of year. I love the spirit of Christmas. I truly yeah, do. The I other day I, I was driving home, and I was like, you know what I haven't done yet this year? I haven't just listened to some Christmas music. Mm-hmm. I'm podcasting or whatever. And you yep. got, everybody's got music on demand now. He's listening and that's to actually nice. Good. That's actually nice because now when you listen to Christmas music, it's not the same yep. thing that's getting played on 1025 or whatever. Shout out to our competitors. Um, like but you can, you can go and you go, go on Apple. Go, go on Spotify and go find your favorite Christmas songs and make you a little list. It's it it's really for me. It helps put me in the spirit. I think people are generally kinder, and I think uh, the the further away they get from kindness, the closer they're getting to materialism. The crazy Black Friday shopping and everything. Full disclosure: I haven't even got probably half of my shopping done. It's just not. I don't put that much yeah. thought into it because I I am always looking forward to the to the food and the family and, you know, the football, the college football going on, the bowls and everything. Yeah, like it's, it's great to lay around, the boozy eggnog, like let's have some fun. I don't care if anybody ever gets me anything ever again. I, yeah. got, I got stuff I haven't seen that's just packed up in my basement for years, and I'm like, why do I have all this stuff well, I haven't even looked at? And would I tough. miss it if I just yeah. threw it away? No, you wouldn't. It's tough because, I mean, I read a, a meme, you know, uh, the, uh, the age of memes. <laughs> Why did you say meme like that? Like, <laughs> the age of memes. Meme. Like, oh, but it was, you know, we go into debt to, uh, you know, show to prove people we love them or whatever. And it's like, you know, I know not people are going, like, into crazy debt, but you are. You're spending an exorbitant amount of money on uh, just, like, your family and stuff, which you think that's great, but... It loses its um, it, its Christmas vibe, its Christmas spirit, the real meaning of it when you're just like, okay, we got to get a $10 gift for this person. Okay, let me go to TJ Maxx and let me go to the $10 gift thing. And Oh, you know, it kind of – I feel like it cheapens it and everyone's so busy around the time too. It's not like we can sit around and be like, I've, I've fashioned you this necklace, Craig, that took me four weeks. We could – we just – I don't do that stuff and I always kind of get guilty around the holidays that I – yeah, I got you something. And and it's di- when you have kids too. Like we got to buy the nieces and nephews stuff. They got to buy our kids stuff. But the 10 to 20 dollar gifts for kids at this point 
it ends up just going to the land of the lost oh, in my man. basement. And yep. they just have toys that they don't even point. know. They don't even know they have these toys in their basement. There's just a whole collection of them. Wrap and we'll them up go, and give them back next Well, year. that's what we do. We, 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 <laughs> that's not a bad play. Um, I did. Do, man. I did you. Have you ever found a gift that you were supposed to wrap oh, yeah. up? Yeah. Uh, we did that a few times. But, you know, you, you try to balance the... You know that that love, and, and it is. It's about the spending the time, and then if you do get something pr- pretty cool for somebody, it's really awesome to see it. Sure. I'm kind of weird about getting gifts. Like mm-hmm. I almost feel guilty if someone does get me something really good. I'm like, oh god, why did you do that for me? Like, oh no, I got you nothing. Yeah, well, even if I did get them something, I'm like, uh, you care more than me. Like, let's just agree to no one cares. <laughs> that way, we're all on the same playing field. No one cares. We're just doing our thing because that's what. When you're driving home late at night and kind of you get a moment to reflect and, you know, one of your favorite Christmas songs comes on, it's just a bevy of emotions yes. that will just, like, happy, sad, nostalgia, the future, you know, like... All of your family being together. You know, because that, that, that landscape changes, too, right? As, as you get older and people pass away... You know, the family gatherings are different. Certain sects of the family aren't necessarily... Sects of the family? Sects <laughs> aren't necessarily coming, you know, uh, to, the, to, you know to the different... To, to, you know, like, my dad's one of 15 kids. So, like, when grandma and grandpa died, like, that wasn't yeah. the central hub 15? for our holidays anymore. Good night. Yeah, my mom was one of six. 15? My mom was one of six. 14 boys and a girl. Yeah, yeah, all boys. No. They were just it walking like out by split. like eight. It was like, hey, what's up? But that was something like that family was so huge, and I, I used to look forward to it because I have yeah, about a cool. hundred first cousins on my dad's side. Yeah, we know. We had we had huge games. That's our tag. entire they fan lived, base. They, yeah, they live right across the street from Cronulla Park, so we oh, had cool. amazing, you know, yes. uh, eleven on eleven football games and great games of basketball. And then Fun. as you know, grandma and grandpa got older, got sicker, and then died off. Like that wasn't the central hub where we all met. And then everybody kind of started their own Christmas tradition. And as you get older and older, it just keeps segmenting more and more. Sure. So there's definitely a ton of nostalgia there, man. Like I, That was the one time that family was so big that, hey, at least one time a year, we were kind of all going to see each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that <laughs> really was cool. And that was great because people were from all over the country. They were yeah. all spread about. And that's, you know, they all everyone knows the Colors. They've, they've done they're, very well. They're a well-traveled bunch of Americas. We floundered a lot of opportunity. Yes. You had a – you got a pet, you were saying, for Christmas. Yeah. Did you ever get yeah. a pet for Christmas? I don't think I ever got a pet for Christmas, no. We, we got a pet right around Christmas. I can't remember if it was on Christmas. I think it was, like, right after Christmas, and there was a – a yeah, it was after Christmas. It was like four or five weeks after Christmas because she was a puppy. She was born on Christmas. Okay, and then we were just at Petco and stuff, and it was like you know still cold, but we named her Holly, so yeah. she was always like our Christmas dog. Or Santa's little helper. It was great. She was a, a rat terrier like mix, and all of our dogs when I was a kid. Anytime you open the door, you know it's like oh, put your foot, get your oh, they'll get out, oh, they'll get out. I gotta keep yeah, yeah. oh, no, hold back. And I remember being a kid being like, just let these puppies go, baby. Yeah, let them they run. They want to be free. Let them run. Think about it. An owl comes by her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they wouldn't have made it a second out there on the streets. What are they thinking? A you want out of here? Yeah. <laughs> or I look, know. you look at your dog before you like go to school on a cold morning, and you're like, oh, if I could just trade places with you for the next remember, two hours. Remember when you'd be on your way home from school, and you're like, the dog's there. The new dog, and you're just like, can't oh, wait to get heck home. yeah, oh. man, heck yeah! You walk in, your mom beating it. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> That's a good Christmas story. Um, no, that was the best time too. Even if you had a new gaming system, 
Remember when you were at school, you'd play in the morning, oh. and then you'd be like, "I got to get home so I can play uh, FIFA '94." You know what I mean? Or, or NHL '94, and those those games were so, just so good, man. Like those times, man. I tell you what, it's, there's it's not much, and, and not much better. Than that, that kind of leads me to like, as much as I don't want to make it about materialism, is my ability to kind of let that materialism go. The fact that I experienced it, you know, and a lot of that nostalgia yep. tied up in that. So you definitely still want to give your kids that. There, there's nothing I don't like. I don't expect a gift from anybody. I really don't want a gift from anybody. But I want to see my kids open something that makes their makes their day and doesn't break. And and I'm really proud of my kids. We talk to them all the time. You know, like, hey, do you want do you want a thing or do you want an experience? You know, and almost always in unison, they're like, let's go do something. Let's. It's an. Do you want a thing or an experience? Yeah. Would my you parents were like, a- here's the pennies catalog. Pick yeah, circle stuff. <laughs> That's circle what that was the big deal. Well, yeah, sure. How do we do? I, East I, Bay. I try to do it with my kids now, and it's yes. like you get on Amazon or whatever, and see like, what, what do you want? Make to a little wish list. Yeah, and but that is even a little bit crazy because if they get on my computer later, all of the you know the side uh, advertisements for anything, like, for sure, uh, you got to be super careful about that. For Did sure. our did our guest just he get did. here? Our, our, yeah, oh, he wow. And he's guy. looking good he looking right now. Very good. Hey, you want to let everybody know what's going on for the rest of the yeah, show? Yeah, I, I think so. We opened it up with some Christmas thoughts. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the hemp bill after the break. Um, I, You know, we talked about it a little bit last yeah. week. And uh, it's strange to me that it being very involved, you know, us being very involved with the cannabis movement here in Missouri. And obviously, being pro-cannabis, it seems like something we should be cheering for with this hemp bill. Um, We talked about it last week. They put a lot of stuff in there. And I'm not sure that the cannabis community, the people that have really rallied around and made it uh, an acceptable thing to accept into our culture, right? Like, um, I'm not sure that they're coming out on top. Now, all of a sudden, people like Anheuser-Busch are getting in, and they're going to see how they're going to infuse CBD into drinks and bring – and they're spending – I think GW Pharmaceuticals spent like oh. $170 million. GW, so we're going to talk about guys. that a little bit on the other side of the break. At 7, we're going to talk to our friend Mike Lindner who just joined us in studio. He is – well, he's, he's Twisted Steel and Sex Appeal is what he is. God, do you want flip-flop that? Uh, I mean since he's here. Yeah, we can do it here. We can, we can talk about that. So I don't we'll, flip-flop we'll, on we'll anything. Talk to, talk so. to him. We'll talk to Mike at 6.30. We're going to talk uh, about Results Fitness, about – I think uh, coming up this time of year, I'm mm-hmm. sure that, uh, he'll be able to corroborate this – point um that um, all the gyms are kind of packed on january 1st everybody's going to start that new year and get their their fitness on track and then typically by february 1st the the, the gym's back to back to normal and you're not waiting on a bench or a squat rack and we'll talk about uh setting realistic uh fitness goals for for ourselves that you and i mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get after it i hey look uh i you know i had a i had a big week I had a big week with, uh, and Seth was uh, was part of it last weekend. Uh, I got engaged, and I'm not I'm not getting married. Well, I'm not just slipping in there. I he just Craig got engaged, in. everybody. Woo! I'm not getting married looking like this. So Mike's going to help carve me out. I'm yeah, gonna look, I'm you're gonna take a gross statue right now, dude. <laughs> I can't even look at you, guys. We want to remind you that this entire presentation is brought to you by MomedCanco.com, the Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. If you enter Hoso at checkout. Get 15% off everything site-wide. If you're planning on buying three bottles of any one item, if you enter code HO-HO-HO at checkout, you're going to get Watch two bottles for free. That is our friend Blake Bell over at Missouri Medical Cannabis Two Company. bottles for free? If you buy three of them. What? Dang. That's a heck of a deal. Like, And I'll tell you what, what a great stocking stuffer. Oh, God, yeah. You want to talk? I mean, you got time. You, you got better get the CBD, too, because the hemp bill, that, could, that ties in all I, that. That's the whole deal. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, I, 
it's something I want to be excited about, but I just I don't know that we're coming out on top on this whole deal. So, uh, you guys want to go ahead and go to break now, and and then do it on the other side. You got anything else you want to add there? Uh, well, uh, I, you know what? I think we are. Uh, what are we? The kids are saying it. I think we're up we're, against it. Hey, oh, yeah. God. Do you want me to read a few uh, quotes wait, before we go to break? Yeah, right. let's go to the I line. I mean, we're up against it, but we can do some text. All right. Mike Lindner says, uh, see us soon, fellas. And, <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, <laughs> He's here. He's here. Um, Tyler uh, S. says, 83 to nothing. GP does not approve. I know. Craig I know. Kohler. I know. Uh, K. Mill says, we thought our neighbors were rich because they were the first ones to get Pong. Oh, man. Pong was a great time. Peter G. says, I thought my neighbors were rich because they were the first ones to get dollar dollar manures. Dollar dollar M-E menorahs? No. Dollar M-E-N-U-A-I-R-E-S. Does that mean anything to anyone? If you're trying to spell menorah, it was correct. It was incorrectly uh, spelled. But hey, shout out to our Jewish friends too. Um, it was it was Hanukkah uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, very happy Hanukkah to you. They have them at the dollar store. Missy uh, B, how says, convenient for Hi. them. Uh, Peter G says I slapped Steve's butt last night. And Fenton. A lot of people said you had a big night last night. A big night last night. Big night last K. night. K. Mill says, uh, I've known Steve so long, he had hair when I met him. Oh. <laughs> like a backwards. Corey G. says, was it the creepy uncle mustache that got you going? And he's replying to Peter G. about the butt. Gotcha. Uh, and he said, Peter G. said, I just imagined that hoodie was paired with cutoffs and a four-inch drill bit. Oh, very good callback, <laughs> sir. Okay, well, that definitely leads us uh, up we're against up it. Again, so now. <laughs> we definitely are. Guys, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk to our friend Mike Lindner about our fitness. We've got all kinds of fitness jokes. It's going to be fitness. Hey, type it on the, the thing. Then. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU 920 AM. We'll see you on the other side of the break. A little something different for the St. Louis radio world. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Michael Minkin from StopAbductions.com. As we believe that the aliens are, are actually invading and taking people with the purpose of taking control of our society. Aliens are, are mixing our DNA with their DNA to make a new race that is now integrating into our society. Hoosier Sophisticate, Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. What y'all doing in here? Get out of here, Stevie. We're taking CBD, and you don't want no part of this. You're taking some of that CBD? Yeah, of course we are. Can't you see it? No, I can't. Come on, Stevie. Join the party. No, Stevie, you don't want this. Get out of here. Yeah, you know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I don't want... Will I get addicted to something? It's not habit-forming. Okay, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to OD on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, oh, is it? makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. Oh, it's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it, Stevie. I think I kind of want it. Okay, just this once. Come on in. Guys, go to momedcanco.com and enter HOSO at the checkout and receive 15% off anything store-wide. Visit momedcanco.com. Have you ever been pressed for time, rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys, or trying to beat that grace period at work and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? 
You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter, and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk. And for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, View From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover because sometimes it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View From The Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. Hey, it's your pal Stephen George Elgin. Many of you saw me get my bum tattooed on live video with our friends at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. What? Obviously, many people trust my opinion, so I'm going to talk to you about my top three reasons why I regularly visit Parlor STL. And Seth is going to translate it for all you punk rock skater kids. First of all, the cocktail menu is better than any you will find anywhere in the city. Say words, son. They mix it up tight if you want to get that sip on. The Nug Shack serves up some of the best farm-fresh fried chicken you'll ever eat. Cluckety-cluck, they got that sicky fresh chicken for your face. The place is packed full of old-school arcade games, plus pinball and even skee-ball. They got games for days, son. Ask your mom about them. That's Parlor, located at 4170 Manchester. Check them out at ParlorSTL.com. And speaking of tattoos, you got the itch to get inked? Visit Tower Classic Tattooing about 100 feet east of Parlor. View their artist profiles at TowerClassic.com. I ain't got no job. Listen, insurance is not something you want to gamble on. Yeah, what my associate's trying to say is that uh, James Carlton State Farm is really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, uh, let's say you're driving along on the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la, patch of ice, er, can't quite stop, boom, you bump into the guy next to you. James Carlton's got somebody out there ready to take care of you 24-7. You call him at 314-961-4800. Now, here's what happens with the other guy's insurance. You're driving along, kids are in the backseat, Daddy, i got to go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. Ice, er, you can't stop. Here comes the adjuster. Adjuster gets out. He says, oh, my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. <laughs> to me, it just doesn't make much sense. Guys, check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Roof, roof. You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at LifetimeSTL.com. Technology has evolved so quickly 
that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and, and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them. Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I will never get tired of those. Yeah. I will never. Whenever we hear Integrity Talk, everybody lowers their voice. Yes, yes we do. do. <laughs> Try to match it. Hey, baby. Ladies We're and gentlemen, back. welcome back to Who's Sophisticate here on WGNU 920AM.com. This first hour is brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. Check out carltoninsurance.net. 314-961-4800. He's the best insurance agent in the game, guys. I can't keep telling you this enough. I mean, his customer service, he goes above and beyond, and he is a true man of character. He I had an opportunity. He's, he's as good as they come. He had an opportunity to make more money with me, and he's like, Craig, that's, it's more than you need. Yeah. It's more than you need. Do this. I think it's a better, better plan for you and your family. Save me money. That's a guy that saved me money, and that's a guy that's earned my business for life. Yeah, no, Check out James Carlton. He's talk about a guy in the community too. Oh man, does the Starbucks coffee thing once? Absolutely, a month? yeah. Treats Maybe people to Starbucks. He uh, he's a big time donor to the Webster Groves High School. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, their football program, basketball program. He's Maybe he's Canterbury. just a good dude. Yeah, he's, he's Canterbury. He's a, he's a he's a president uh, of uh, the Webster Groves. Rotary is he? Yeah, God, I mean the guy. The guy's awesome. He he's, is. He's a good guy. Check out CarltonInsurance.net. Three one four nine six one forty eight hundred. Underachiever. Yeah, uh, super underachiever. Super underachiever. Um, we got a question here. What was that intro clip, Seth? I mean, it doesn't really have a name. It's, okay, Terrence it's a McKenna. Seth special. It's Terrence a Seth McKenna. Special it's it's uh, our good friend Integrity in the control room. He's in the building tonight. And uh, it's fine. <laughs> hey, he wasn't him. quite right. I, I, you know, that was that was me. I, <laughs> he, he went, was that uh, the guy integrity is in the building. Integrity <laughs> in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was smooth. Yeah. I, I can't think of the name of that uh, the Don't worry composer. About it. I think it's yes, a Seth get, like, Gabriel a, original. I yeah. You get like him to just like read children's books and like you oh, could have God, a whole yeah. another line of like who's your products right there. So so get up on that mic, baby. I'd be uh, making Get up on that mic, Mike. Eat the I, mic. I would be making love to my wife after we read those <laughs> stories if integrity was doing mama llama. <laughs> <laughs> that strange voice that you heard is our friend Mike Lindner. Just a stranger. Strange Mike, we've been uh, Facebook friends for a long time. And, yes, we uh, have. Met you, twice. You've been an uh, integral part of our sophisticated Hoosiers community. Yes. Um, and we're super glad that you're here joining us. Talk about fitness. Um, fitness. Because we, we've all got fitness, fitness segment into the show. That's yeah. right. Fitness <laughs> segment is my guy. You see how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk right to you a little bit about uh, your journey. Uh, what what brought you to have – you, have you always been – a health nut? Have you always, you know, been in being the strongest man in the room? What's 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 your deal? What what's your driver, your motivator, to make fitness this the centerpiece in your life? So, short answer to those questions: No, um, I was actually not. I, I was terribly unathletic in high school. Um, by the way, I'm still I'm still getting used to hearing myself in my own ear. So, give me a second here. Sure. Um, <clears throat> no, actually, for the longest Probably time, those mushrooms I mean, we gave you before the show. <laughs> right, exactly. Hearing like three of them. I, I can't. I can't hear myself past th- Steve's three heads now. <laughs> yeah. Your third eye looks beautiful though. Now in Technicolor. Um, no, but uh, no. Actually, for the longest time, I was actually terribly unathletic. But uh, I was always kind of fascinated by strength culture. You know, so 
I was one of those like scrawny nerds that always kind of watched, uh, you know, always kind of followed the Flex magazines, your Arnold's, your yeah, your your Franco Columbo's, your Frank Zane's, you know, your old yeah. school bodybuilding stuff, and then. Uh, Kind of started following powerlifting, and then after college, or no, I guess questioning your sexuality. I yeah, a little bit it. of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, the uh, the funny thing is, right around God, I guess that was like 1920. Um, I started just uh, really getting into Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and then from there, it just yeah. kind of forced me to kind of stay in shape because yeah. you really can't do that consistently and be out of shape for very long. Like, there's really, like, guys like that, I, I don't know how they do it. Like, they look really big, but, like, they have gas for days. Like, they can, they'll go run, like, a, a marathon, and you're just like, dude, this guy's, like, 400 pounds. Yeah. How is he lapping everybody? And you yeah. just don't understand. So it kind of forced me to start taking care of myself. And um, one of the instructors at the time, or one of the guys I trained with, uh, our doorstop at that gym was a kettlebell. And so he showed me a few things from there just with a kettlebell. And I'm like, dude, this kettlebell kicked the crap out of me. Yeah. This was when you were 19 or 20 years old? Yeah, ago. I think right now, by, by this point, I'm probably like 20, 21. Because kettlebells are like uh, kind of the rage. I mean, I know I've, the, they have Joe been. Rogan uh, was pimping them and Aubrey Marcus on, there. On for oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, Joe Rogan's been a big fan of them. Actually, uh, one, of the, one of the videos that Joe will talk about, if you listen to his podcast enough, is, is the extreme kettle. I think it's a... Uh, it's like extreme kettlebell cardio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That D- DVD. It's a guy named Keith Weber. Um, he's a. I, he may still be certified, but I know he was a former, like you know, Russian kettlebell certified instructor. And he has this just insane cardio video, and I'm watching this going, dude, this guy's a chump. I mean, he's just probably one of those guys that looks really strong. And then yeah. I didn't make it through like 30 seconds of the <laughs> before. I'm like, I want to die. <laughs> yeah. And and so then it was like it like just really pissed me off. So then I had yeah. to like then I had to keep doing the video until I got it. Well, then I got better at that, better at that. Found a few instructors, got certified. Uh, realize that I have a real knack for coaching, and then from there just kind of took off. Yeah. By this point, I'm also still doing corporate training, so uh-huh. in the healthcare industry, and at the same time, I'm also like you know coaching a few people on the side in personal training, and it was just this weird evolution where like just everything happened organically, and then all of a sudden I like I noticed I had lost like 40 pounds. No, well, and I, that's exaggeration. Probably like 20 pounds, but I lost, I lost 20 pounds. I'm in great shape. I have you know grip strength. I have core. I have cardio, and I'm like, man, this was all from like one 35 pound freaking kettlebell. This is insane. Jeez. So then I got like, you know, I advanced. I got a 50 pound kettlebell. Yeah. Ooh. And then I got to start the whole thing all over again. So from there, it just kind of evolved. And then that me going through that process of getting certified opened me up to a whole network of individuals who I realized were super like minded, just incredibly generous with their time, with their coaching. Um, that opened up a door for me to actually go to Ireland and actually learn a, a, a specific course that they teach over there called the Amazing 12. Um, I found out later on like I was the first American they ever accepted in the program, so that was kind of a nice little feather in the cool. cap I didn't expect. And then since then, I've just been kind of like you know going full-time personal training, kicking ass, taking names wherever I can. Oh, cool. what, now, <clears throat> when you were 18, 17, 18, before you got into the, the – Getting yourself in shape, were you? Before I was a man. Yeah. Were, were, <laughs> could you tell like a transition in your psyche as well? Like, was, oh, dude, absolutely. It's it's funny because like there's just a certain amount like, and this is gonna sound intimidating. So people listening, please don't like. Freak no out one's, of this. No one's listening. So for all three of you out there, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's giving us credit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, three I, of us in here. Well, two of them might be my family. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good. We got some listeners I, tonight. Hey, I did my share. time. One of our guests brings something <laughs> to the table. I, I, I did share on Facebook for once. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, I think there's just a certain amount of, like, kind of mental toughness. There's, like, a certain pain you kind of have to endure mm-hmm. just through training. And it just – it kind of hardens you a little bit. And, like, you realize, like, Certainly if you can does. do a workout like – Right, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it just – there's a certain – there's a certain barrier you break through where, like, you know, I've said this just with jujitsu. Like, when you've got, like, 
220-pound gorilla is trying to grab your jacket and choke you with it and smash you in the ground, and you realize you're paying a monthly fee to do this on these mats, suddenly an Excel sheet at work doesn't scare the hell out of you anymore. Yeah, sure. And, and gotcha. when, you, when you're doing a workout, like, you know, like that extreme cardio uh, or extreme kettlebell cardio workout, you know, any one of the – the funny thing is that whole DVD, there's actually, if I remember right, there's like seven workouts on there. And if you do the whole thing start to finish, it's like a 45-minute workout. If you do any one of them, it's like, you know – seven to ten minutes tops i think and i forget how it breaks out i know that math doesn't jive right away but there are some workouts that are a little longer some that are a little shorter gotcha. but some of those i'm like dude if you do this whole thing start to finish this thing will wipe you out it is a complete total body thing and you're doing more kettlebell swings than you sh- care to shake a stick at in a year yeah in that wow. one dvd and like you just kind of learn like when you break through that thing of like oh my god i just accomplished this there's a huge amount of pride there's a huge amount yeah. of accomplishment and so me seeing that with myself and then me helping clients, me helping friends, and just even people online. I mean, I had a guy in India that actually hit me up because he was having a hard time with this one uh, requirement. He had to be a kettlebell instructor. You have to do 100 snatches in five minutes with a certain weighted kettlebell. And I, forget, I know, like, typically it's like a 53-pound bell. So you're doing 100 snatches, 50-pound bell. A snatch is what? Uh, I'm sorry. A snatch is the bumping floor, around all the way up. Not that other one, Steve. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I, I was all in. Now I'm out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, the weightlifting humor never ends. Um, Especially when you start talking clean and jerks. Uh, oh, wait. Just lose weight, baby. I like to walk by huge guys at the gym that have like 100-pound dumbbells in each hand. I'm like, oh, you almost done with those, bro. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. You, you, you almost have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you almost have to do it with like a deeper octave. Like you're yeah. walking in you're like, <clears throat> uh, hey, man, I, are you done with the 150s? Yeah. Okay. And then, really, up, man. You're my and, and, then you're, and then you're doing like, you're doing like a shrug. You're like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Shoulder shrugs. Your, your voice goes to Mickey Mouse afterwards or something. I'm just, uh, <laughs> kind of shrug. He'll get you some traps. Get, I'm get just making sure you're good with the weights. Yeah, <laughs> checking on your big you boy. No. I'm just good, checking. Yeah, so just checking. <laughs> you're a little, a little different in, in being a personal trainer, kind of one-on-one. I don't I don't know if you're affiliated with a, with a gym. I know a lot of times people will join a gym, and that's a service that they may offer. Mm-hmm. So you probably have a little bit more freedom uh, yes. doing doing your thing do you find that this time of year especially it seems like you know everybody starts to get some resolutions uh, you know it's funny a little bit this is uh so so the gym i'm actually uh the gym i do most of my training out of is out in weldon springs called victory performance training and uh it's, it's a great gym the guy john that runs that place is just a phenomenal human being no One free my, plugs here no free plugs globo gym number 77 um Sorry, uh, owner, I can't <laughs> No, I'm joking. No, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, but no, actually, it's funny because right around now, I see people doing the resolutions, yeah. but like they don't take action until like January 1. And it's like January 1, and they're like, man, 5 a.m., I'm going to go in. I'm going to kick yeah. ass. I got this. January 2, we got this. January 15, why am I doing this again? <laughs> and then by like you know February 14th, they're like, yeah, Valentine's Day is chocolate. I can take a day off. How do you get through that? <laughs> how do you work? How do you get mentally tough enough to get through that? So the, the short answer is like you just got to have to like keep doing it. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things where a lot of people look for that magic, that magic bullet motivation. And uh, there's a great quote, and I forget who said it online, but like I saw this meme one day, and it was like, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, what what's your way that you stay motivated? And the answer is I don't I don't have any motivation tips. We're all adults here. And Very I thought it, I thought it was hilarious when I read it because it's so simple, but it's one of those things where it's so simple that people like overlook it. Sure. So and, and it is, it really is. It's just, I mean, how do you how do you get up in the morning and take care of your kids? Well, you realize you just kind of have to. do You got to do it. Take care of my kids. <laughs> Lord flies in my place. I'm hilarious. That's a good one, Mike. You are funny. How do you take care of the kids? I don't know. I take their shock collar off. I, <laughs> you know, you, let you, them out of the cage. Let them pee out of the cage and let them air let out of it. You, you brought up something that resonates with me, and we had a guest a few weeks ago, Mike Brown, who was kind of asking 
asking, you know, what's your why? And then just yeah, keep, great keep, keep chasing that until you get to your actual why. Because your first couple of answers aren't your real why. They're just kind of ancillary, you know, little yeah. benefits to what you're actually trying to do. But you were talking about, you know, when you it, it, how it hardens you. I remember, yes. you know, Ladies. when I was lifting mm-hmm. when I was lifting weights the most was when I was playing ball. And so, like, moving mm-hmm. from St. Louis to Springfield was <clears> – <throat> was just a huge difference as far as sports go. I with the school I went to up here, they were like, uh, yeah, over the summer, come in and work out at your leisure. You know, whatever. We moved to Springfield, and that was a program. And he's like, all right, you're going to be on the team. You'll be here at 6 o'clock in the morning for weights, and we, yeah. we'll, we'll see you there. And otherwise, you're not on the team. <clears throat> well, those first that first week, man, it's it's that 5, five o'clock alarm clock yeah. comes real early. You know, and you're dragging, <laughs> and you're, you're 15 years old, and you've never had to be up this early to go to work before. And you, you just you get through it, and it's tough. And the idea, like Monday, I remember Mondays and Wednesdays were always like lower body day, like squats and cleans. And I'm like, God, this is how we're going to come back from the weekend. You learn to crave it. And then, like you were saying, it hardens you. I remember at 730 mm-hmm. when we'd be done, we'd come out of the <laughs> – we come out of the showers and we go to the we go to the cafeteria and all these other kids were were just getting to school for breakfast, you know, and they they look like they just drug out of right. bed and they're yeah. just they're and you're amped up and I'm like I've already done more today than you're going to do the entire day and that's an empowering, probably the entire week for some that's of those an empowering kids. feeling man Absolutely. like it, it, like I, I know that's kind of a, a marine thing or whatever that we, and we giving them more swirlies more. yeah right. like, oh, you idiot, I can lift weight now. I'm a strong guy. Well, the difference is now Craig's warmed up to give them swirlies. So right. he's not going to pull a he's not going to blow rush. Right, you know? exactly. I've stretched. Like <laughs> this swirly will come at no strenuous, uh, right. you know. Benefit. No, but, the, uh, but you talk about like there is something to that. Like he was asking, yes. "What's my why?" And I'm, I'm not sure what my why is. I want my physicality back. I I want to be more athletic. I want to compete in things for the longest period of my life. Sports were everything, and if as long as I was playing something, I wanted to be one of the best ones on the field doing exactly. it. And as I've gotten older and gotten away from some of that competition. The urge to lift for something has has dissipated, right? Like right now, it's oh, I got to lift just because I got to take care of my body. It's not I got to lift because I got to be the fastest guy or I got to be the strongest guy. Yeah. So I feel like like you got Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I feel like you know that's a motivator for you. You know what's that? What's that thing that I can find that makes me want to be bigger, stronger, faster, so that I can be better at that? You know. Well, you do, do have a wedding coming up. So. I do have. <laughs> do you think accountability like a uh, Craig and I are going to try to. I mean, we're going to jump into that a little bit, but we yes. want to try to get it, get full, yeah, Buck. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and nope. I think having you a, don't see motivated. Oh, we're going to get swole. <laughs> he's like, we're going, to, we're going to get motivated. And then he's like, I need an adjective. Right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I was searching for Buck, it. Well, be, before we go too much into Shred that, it. why don't you uh, let, let everybody know about your actual business? Because sure. I think that we have a lot of fans that are yeah. probably going to be interested going into the new year. Stephen and I are planning on. A fitness routine. We're going to do it with Mike, and I think it's what's going to be really cool is is the two of us are two <laughs> completely different body types. Yeah, look you know, at this and guy. probably have two totally different. I feel like uh, I should be in the middle and be like, you fitness. know, we have like a like a transitional. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Settle down, Mike. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't want to speak for you, Steve. But maybe he wants to add mass. I, wanna, I do. I want to lose a little bit of mass. You I'm know? at and 180 so like, when I'm uh, when I'm when I was felt. Like yes. 180 nice. was looking real good. 180, yeah. yeah like yeah. I think and I'm I 167 to, right now. I think like 205, 210s where I'm living is where I want to be. God, you hoss. And I got a long way to go. <laughs> well, I got a long you? way to go. I'm fine. There's something about just a really like like for most men especially like there's just something about that range of like 185 to like 215. Like if yeah. you're if you're like in a really good state of athleticism, it doesn't matter what age you're at. Right. For some reason, if you're in decent shape and you really have the discipline to take care of yourself, and I. 
kind of going back to your your thing earlier. What's your why? There's a oh yeah, we got a guy hey, doing girls. Bring those in there. Oh, yeah, integrity yeah. is pumping Steve's iron. Do some in there. Integrity for, for the girls. The integrity. <laughs> That's awesome. Curls for the world. That's right. <laughs> but uh, it, there's something to be said about like it. You know, when it comes to motivation, like I, I I can't remember which one of my clients asked me this a few months back, but. They say, hey, how do you stay motivated in the morning to get up at like 5 a.m.? And I said, well, first off, you know, you're paying me, so that's a great motivator. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's your but, job. but all kidding aside, like if, if she wasn't there, I said I would probably still go to the gym and I'd still be there ready to go. And I would either get work done for myself, like either go through some admin stuff, or I would get on the rower. I would do my workout because, you know, it's not even so much of an issue of motivation. It's kind of a discipline thing. Like you just, like you said earlier, you kind of get into that routine and you just don't want to break that because as soon as you break it, it's harder to get back into it. And, it's, yes, it's just—it's almost easier to just go forward than it is to stop and go. Oh crap, man! This today sucks. I'm, you know, going to kick the can down the street and and you know just you know oh, I'm tired. I'm sore. I don't want to do it. And poor me. Around, yeah, poor we, me. We've already plugged Rogan, but I, he's got a little clip where he talks about defeating your inner bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. get up and handle it. You yeah. know, like and you're and you don't want to go do the yoga. It's going to be hard. And the the heat's 125 degrees in the room. He's like. But oh, yeah, that's that hot yoga. That's, that's sadistic yoga is what that yeah, is. Yeah, there's never been a day, though. He's like, <laughs> every single yoga. time, I never think I'm going to get through it. And then by the time I'm done with it, I'm like, man, I'm that's so my glad best I did me. That. He said that's him, his best version. Yeah, of and you're so too. glad that you And there's that something about that, too. To like, when, that. when you know you have the discipline to actually push through and, and stay true to yourself and stay true to your, you know, stay true to your goal. I know it's the, the cliche thing, but, like, if you really have a goal and you do the work that you need to go for, it doesn't matter if it's weightlifting, it doesn't matter if it's jujitsu or your business or your wife or your, your your husband, your spouse, whatever. You know, whatever you have to do, if you just stay on a routine and the, and, and keep that going, it's really hard to deter someone. I mean, it, it's almost like you kind of get in this like zombie mode where like nothing's really going to stop you and you're just going to kind of keep going forward. Like, sure. you know, oh my schedule got completely out of whack. Well, I'm still going to the gym. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you're not going to let it stop you. Like, That's a, it's it may a, be it's like 9 p.m., but I'm I'm going, damn it. It's a yeah. constant in your life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah make it part. Just make it <clears throat> right. Because now nutrition comes along, right? Like, yes. we got to start eating right because I know we eat like garbage, man. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> what, what are some tips on that? Well, like, and Steve's I, the guy that eats like garbage and yeah. has a 24-pack. So well, you I know we punch we, him in his face. We had lunch one day, and I'm sitting here eat, watching him eat the sandwich. Where, where was it? The gramophone? gramophone. Yeah. Oh, baby. We give them a lot I, of good plugs. I, I heard you guys talk about the Grove earlier, so I figured that plug yeah, is safe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll so, uh, but, yeah, I'm watching him eat, just plow through the sandwich, and I'm just like, dude, this guy is not going to gain a single pound, and I'm going to be on the rower for like an hour later. I just know it. <laughs> Yeah, and, what, how and, do I start gaining weight? Just eat. I, every everyone tells me they're like, you just got to eat more. I don't know what your primary job is, but your secondary job needs to be eat. And, yeah, <laughs> that's what the people like. They're like, I'm gonna get a protein shake or something. They're like, that ain't gonna do it for you, okay, kiddo? Like you got to do it. Help. You watch that documentary, help. Born. Strong. I was just gonna say, if you watch Born Strong, just and take notes. Watching those guys <laughs> really is insane. Dude, the one guy, uh, I think Eddie Hall, like like eleven hundred bucks a week. And groceries. Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend that. going that far. No, no, like, but yeah, I can do that. And that's what was crazy. Like they're talking about him, and he was like a world class like swimmer. At all these, you know, and, and your swimmers are typically super oh, thin, yeah, carved yeah. out, lean guys, beat out. And he was like this world class swimmer in high school, and now he's like this. He's my height, he's like five nine, maybe six foot tall, and he's four hundred pounds, right. pulling fifteen hundred pounds off the ground. That's and insane. He's like, you can only, you know, and, and what was Mark Henry saying? He's like, never going to be a strong man's got abs. Right. You got to have that. Extra, <laughs> you got to have that extra weight there. You, you know, can't, you can't be a strong man with abs for sure. 
But okay, so so Mike, like uh, our, our fans listening along here, that you know, Steve and I are looking looking to uh, start a journey with you and, and get our diet right and add strength and and lose fat. For you know, you're you're quite a ways away from us. If if some of our fans are down in Jeffco by me or even further, some fan, is there a way to train with you? Do you oh, have man, a absolutely. program where if they can't be with you, they can you know train along online? You can. yeah, actually, there's a there's a great program that I started using a while back in my business where it allows me to deploy a program. There's actually an app you can download, and anybody that enrolls in this program with me, I, I give them access to it right away. Um, I set up their account for them. I mean, it may take a day or two for their for their actual routines to show up or their workouts to show up. And it may only get like a week right up front, but that gives me a little bit of time to say like, hey, let's get through this week and just almost treat that like an assessment and time. Yeah, sure. And then I'm kind of seeing what they do. But the cool thing is they can give me feedback. And if I'm logged in as they're doing it, I can almost see it real time. So like, for example, if you guys are in the gym and I say, hey, you're going to hit the rowing machine for five minutes and I want you to tell me like how far you go or how, many, how much power you're putting or how many watts are coming out of every stroke – Ladies, and like, um, Mike, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm just going to take that. I'm, I'm going to take that joke away from Steve. Before <laughs> I was Thanks a lot, Mike. This is my show. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Bump this guy. <laughs> We're now, earlier, you were talking about age, and as long as you're in a good state of athleticism, yeah. Uh, what about testosterone levels? How does that work into that? Because I know we're in our mid-30s now. Yeah, let me, let me get to that in just a second here. I want to finish the answer about the program. Um, but, yeah, basically there's, there's an app you can use to deploy uh, that, that I use to deploy programs to anybody. It doesn't matter if you're in Jeffco. It doesn't matter if you're in you know, St. Louis. or trying to swing a kettlebell in India. Swinging a kettlebell in India. Yeah. You know, um, you know, shout out to Yusuf if he's still on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can deploy a program to you anywhere. And then the cool thing is you have to check it off, which means that you're giving me the feedback of I get a notification. Craig did his workout. Steve did his workout. You know, integrity is over Is there the any way to lie and say I did do everything? You can, but here's the okay, cool good. thing about it. Like, long <laughs> enough, after a while, I'm <laughs> going to find out. And the reason why is because I'm going to steadily increase your workouts to where, like, one day uh, you're going to maybe catch up to yourself and be like, I can do this workout. And then you're like, dude, I totally uh, got yeah. crushed him at the bar. And that's when I'm going to be like, yeah, guess who's been lying for four weeks? Guess who, right. guess who just got caught? Right. So there, there is a certain amount of accountability or like uh, there are times where like I'll ask someone to put a note in. And if they're not doing the workout, like I've, I caught one guy on this. It was so funny. And I said, hey, I want you to do this, but tell me how many reps you get in 20 minutes. And I had him do like two lifts back and, back and forth. He had to superset these things. And uh, he, he just checked it off and I got the little green box. So I texted him like, Hey, man, how many reps did you get? And he goes, oh, I wasn't counting. I'm like, yeah, you didn't read the note, did you? Right. Uh, and he's like, no, no, I read the note. I'm like, dude, it was like the only – like I didn't even put a workout in there. Like I think he was just thinking it was the thing that we yeah. did last time. Yep. And, yeah, I basically – I caught him. That's yeah. what it was. And I'm well, like, yeah, now go do the workout. you got to get that mentality out of your head too that like, oh, I'm well, who cheat. are you cheating? Oh, yeah. I'm cheat who are you actually cheating? And that's the thing, right? Only cheat and, and we, yeah, 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 we talked about that too because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, who are you really cheating? Like are you cheating the app? Are you cheating me? Or are you cheating yourself? Like. If people are going to – especially like you know when – personal training is not cheap sometimes. Like sure. I mean I feel like I'm kind of right in the middle of the road as far as what trainers are, are, are costing nowadays. But it's one of those things where it is an investment in your time. And like you wouldn't want to invest in a college and then not go to class. Oh, I did that. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and the funny thing is people say, oh, I did that. And what's the next comment? Oh, man. So dumb. Uh, yeah, sure. It's, it's so regret. Dumb. Right. Yeah. There is sure. a regret. So you regret like shorting yourself that opportunity to invest back in yourself. And it doesn't matter if it's college or the weight room. You know, it's still an investment in yourself. It's either your mental health or your, or your education or it's your physical health in, in your body. Yeah, so, right you know, and then going to your question about testosterone, man, I'll, I'll be honest. There's a lot of – your question was like, you know, how, how do you – here, ask your question again. Make sure I'm on the same page here. Just how does it affect us, like, exactly? Oh, dude, once older. you get to, like, yeah. you know, I heard it's, like, past 30. I haven't had puberty yet, so <laughs> and there's certain, Of course, there's certain foods you should avoid that would kill it, like fried food. I yeah, that's about. stuff that I kind of get into with people. Like, a lot of what I deal with is just kind of 
to be honest, most of the people that I start working with, we're laying foundational habits. So it's, it's mm-hmm. the stuff where, like, to, to, put a, to give you a really funny story here, I had a guy that um, he showed up to my, my gym one day, and uh, this, is, this is before I came back to Victory, and the guy weighed, like, probably 380, almost 400 pounds. And we were talking about a routine to get him on just to drop the weight because he says his doctor's yelling at him and he's you know got heart issues and he's trying to get. So I said, okay, we have to approach this with kid gloves because I don't want you putting a lot of pressure on your body to where your breathing yeah. is going to be short. I want to keep the heart rate going healthy, but I don't want to kill you at the same time. I don't want to like force you to stroke out. So we're, <laughs> good, we're good on you. Yeah, this isn't a stress you, test. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're stress testing, but at the same time, then he starts asking me, he's like, well, what are your thoughts on nutrition? I said, well, here's some basic guidelines, and we kind of went over it. And at one point. He starts chastising the ingredients on stuff. He sends me a text message and sending the ingredients on just a basic protein shake. I told him to pick up at like Costco. Yeah. And it was just a standard run of the mill, like, you know, I think it's called gold standard. You okay. know, it's, it tastes like chocolate milk when you, yeah, know, you which, see that on like oh, shelves yeah. at Walmart. Yeah. And I mean, some of the stuff, like, to be honest, like, could we get really granular and break down which one's really the best in the industry? Yes. Or could we accept the fact that right now you're probably not doing enough of whatever that is to begin with, hence why there's a supplement? Yes. Okay. Let's start with basics. If we can get the basics down, we can take that up another yeah. level. So at one point, he started asking me, would it be better to do kale versus spinach? Would it be better to do this protein versus this? Because the one I recommended has certain uh, artificial flavors, uh, artificial like sweeteners, and has certain food colorings in there. And the other one did too, but it didn't have as much. And finally, I had to ask him, like, what are you currently doing? Because when we, you went on your intake form, and I took a picture and sent it back to him, and I circled. It said you have McDonald's three, you know, four times a week, five uh, times right, a week, right. sometimes three times a day. So, pardon my French, but what the hell, dude? Like, you're going to chastise me over McDonald's three times a day, and now, now you want to start reading the labels? This has right, Red 40 right. in it? Uh, yeah, Red 40 is bad for Red you. Red 40, do you know what a Big Mac has, dude? Seriously, yeah. let's, take, let's back up a step right. here. So, now we had to really... Big Mac, <laughs> And now I'm in it. We turn Mike into us instead of Mike turning yeah, the other way around. Like, Taco <laughs> Bell, like, we've ruined Mike's life. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like put- you guys been holding out on the chalupas? <laughs> <laughs> You've been holding out this whole time? I didn't know. I'm drinking protein shakes and you're just taking down ground beef and sour cream? Oh, wait a minute, you're cracking you eggs open and yeah. drinking it? You had food? Yeah. What the? Yeah. What's going on here? What is this? No, so, I had a friend I hated. He was a mixed martial artist, and uh, he he just he drank Mountain Dew and frozen pizzas before working out. He's like, oh, food, damn, food's dude. fuel. That's all you need. You just need some food. And he was cut. <laughs> and I don't. He's just a rare example. Yeah, rare there, guys. There are some people that we can just label under the category of like genetic a holes. Yeah, it's and, just their yeah. metabolism's through the roof or something. Yeah, and, and the thing is though that, that I'm gonna punch the one right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna punch him. Have you right seen anyone have any laundry? He doesn't do ab workouts, and I do, and his stomach is. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. I haven't done an shot. <laughs> I got a hernia doing Pilates. I, just hang, oh, I hang out guy. with Craig a lot, and he makes me laugh, and then works my core out. <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, listen, Mike, you want to hang around with us for a little while? Yeah, I got a little time. You here for a little bit? Let's of time? do this, Great. guys. We're we're up against it again. We got, oh, the guy oh just talks and he talks. <laughs> I know you don't feel like you heard me and Steve talking. I know that's why you tune in. <laughs> but that was the Mike Lindner hour. No. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. No. <laughs> Results training. We're going to come back with him on the other side of the break. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU 920 AM. We'll see you on the other side.